are guys in shorts. Normally, I'd start the show off by asking you to subscribe to the show and give us a nice little review wherever you're listening, but there's no time for that. The coronavirus is here, and the only thing left to do is panic. Get to Costco as fast as you can. Run red lights if you have to. You need to buy as much water and toilet paper as will fit in your car. Push and shove if you have to. This is not a drill, people. Not a drill. Coronavirus. On the show this week, we'll be discussing all the latest updates on the coronavirus, including the NBA suspending its season. In the God's a Mean Kid with a Magnifying Glass category, Tom Hanks tested positive for coronavirus. And if all that wasn't bad enough, the Rams unveiled their new logo, and it is unexplicably bad. <laughs> I like that you put those two in the same category. <laughs> Out of everything you mentioned, the logo's the worst. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. If you're looking for good news, go someplace else because it's the end of the world, people! I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo! And Darren Besa. I'm here, and I'm healthy. Good. For now. Good. As, as, as far as we know. Yeah. Vic we'll is five days, not right? here, Uh-oh. and there's question marks around his health. He said his family is uh, sick, but... Uh, not only that, he was gone last week, so... Yeah. Uh, Hoping, hoping he's all right. Maybe Victor's like patient zero. <laughs> Guys, before we get into coronavirus talk and, and all of that stuff, happy 200th episode. That's right. We made it. It's the 200. Remember when we did our 50th and made a big deal of yeah. it? And then we did the 100 and made an even bigger deal. Then our live shows. I think we did a big one. And now 200. We're, uh, we're it's just here. another number. I feel like we... <laughs> It's just spoken like a true old guy. Another notch under the belt. I feel like we talked about going out, but uh, you know, then all this coronavirus stuff came up, and it's like... All right, we'll make 201 the big one. <laughs> there, there you go. 207. Are they going to have a vaccine by then? I, yeah, well, they might. <laughs> so, uh, no NBA. That was shocking. Wow. Yeah. 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 You know, so... What's your immediate in thought, Ben? So, Okay. My immediate thought is soft. We, it is. Yeah, <laughs> we've been. That's what I thought. As as a society, we've been through Zika. We've been through uh, swine All of flu. These things. It's like the every avian flu. Three or four years, right? They, and and they so every, one of them. Every us. time they come up, it's like we got to get a vaccine. We got to do this, and it's just been one of those things that I always look at as the pharmaceutical company just throwing and peddling out there with the media because the media wants to scare people so that we go out and we buy their product. Yeah, like, that's always how it's felt. Uh, this is the first time that, and again, this is no one that's I've been in direct contact with. I don't know mm-hmm. anybody first person that's been infected, but this is the first time I've ever heard of you know somebody like Tom Hanks or somebody that you know is in the NBA to to be uh, infected with something like this. And so the fact that you know, I mean, a lot of like my company, I, I actually had a business trip scheduled for next week. You know, they told me to cancel my flight, so I had to cancel all of it. Uh, then you then you hear about the NBA. This is bigger, just the way it's going down. This is yeah, bigger yeah. than it's ever been. And and what I'm not sure of is, is it just, are we more sensitive as a country and as a society with, you know, the uh, just the way information goes out with Twitter, with, with 24 hour news cycles? Like, you know, is it, is everybody just ramping up mentally? Like, okay, we just, we got to protect ourselves. We got to protect ourselves. Or is this something that's so dangerous and, and really, you know, spreading the way that they're, that they're actually saying. And so yeah. at this point, again, I'm, I've never come across anybody that I know of that's that's been infected, and really, to me, it's almost like it's it's some other world, right? Until yeah. until you know somebody, 
it's almost like it's just it it's not going to happen to me, right? Yeah. Right. So if it if it continues the way they're saying that it is, you know, at some point somebody that I know will get it, and I think that that's when it would become real for me. But at yeah. this point, I still feel that it's it's like one of those things where it's it happens to other people, yeah. and I know it's an ignorant thing to say, but that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know what? We we need to uh, actually uh, take a step back because Victor Costello. Oh. Um, I'm sure you guys heard on the text message. Our resident doctor. Yeah. Listen, Dr. Costello listened to last week's <laughs> episode and apparently zero. was none too pleased with our take <laughs> on coronavirus from last week. So He shouldn't have listened to it. Yeah. He shouldn't have listened. <laughs> and you know what? He left a voicemail for us, which I feel like that's just a sign. He's the next one out the door after yeah. Hammond oh, yeah. left. Yeah, for sure. Uh, leaving a voicemail on our own show. That's soft. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Not call, he doesn't call in. He leaves a voicemail for us. Come Come on, Vic. But uh, I feel like we should listen to it. I All suppose. right. We'll, we'll give him that courtesy. So uh, let's see what Vic has to say about coronavirus. What is up, my guys in short? Peeps. This is Victor, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> Wanted to give you guys my opinions on a couple of things. First off, that great Lakers win both nights, actually. What a great weekend for the Lakers. Beautiful to watch. It was. Uh, fun to watch. They played great. They showed a lot of heart. Yep. And uh, it's always great. It's so great to know that this is still a Lakers town and that any Clippers home game is a Lakers, Lakers. home yeah. game. Yeah, I actually got that a story about that. being said, still a lot of work to be done. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, just excited, man. And get to this the coronavirus, is, This is maybe. good stuff. I can't wait for these teams to meet in the playoffs. Second thing I wanted to talk about was last week's episode um, regarding your coronavirus segment. I felt the urge and the need to call in to actually give uh, some of your listeners some some good advice regarding the, the virus. <laughs> uh, your naivete is uh, is quite dog neutered. But here, here, here's the truth. So there is, as of right now, a two to four percent death rate. Uh, among coronavirus, uh, you know, people who have the coronavirus, that which means ninety six percent of the week. A lot, some of those will be hospitalized. The majority of them won't. Uh, it even looks like That's there news, may the be some people that have no symptoms at all. But the majority of people will have uh, cold-like symptoms, and and that's about it. They'll recover. The problem with the coronavirus is that it's highly contagious, much more contagious than your normal flu. So is herpes. And it can take up to five <laughs> days uh, to show symptoms. So you could show symptoms within the first day, second day, third day, fourth day. But usually within five days, you, you, show, you show some kind of symptoms. But in those five days, you are contagious. And if you were walking around, touching things, talking to people, sneezing on them, coughing them, and you're not washing your hands, or they're not washing their hands and taking care of themselves then uh, the virus will spread, and it spreads like It feels like he's in studio because I can't interrupt him. <laughs> Going back to the death rate, um, most of the people that are dying are the elderly uh, with underlying conditions, and uh, for some reason, males. Males seem to be That's we don't take uh, more, care of more affected by this virus than females, and they're not exactly sure why. Places. Uh, and even kids. Kids seem to be able to... Um, I know. Come out of this uh, pretty much unharmed. Can we do what we do with the bumper music and just lower the volume? That is <laughs> oh, either, kids are coming out unharmed. But uh, <laughs> if you know uh, anybody that's elderly or if they have a compromised immune system for any reason whatsoever, um, those are the ones you have to worry about. And the, you have to wash your hands, you guys. That's actually the best way to, to combat this, the yeah, mask. 
It's good advice. Ah! Oh, it, it cut him off. <laughs> He had a slew Thank of God. he had a slew of remedies oh, and it just cut man. him off. So I do yeah. I do have a thought on his number of the two to four percent because I've read the same thing and and I did read an article that that says that this is yeah what does Fox being, News have to say it's, tell us that ben. it's it's being advertised as that high of a death rate but then they also in the same sentence say that you may or may not experience any symptoms okay so if you don't have any symptoms you're not going to go to the doctor and get tested yeah. And, you know, therefore, you're not going to be counted in the statistics. So basically what the article was saying that I read was that people that have been tested, that is what the death rate is. But that the death rate of people who have been infected can be significantly lower. We just don't know what those numbers are because not everybody's being tested. So fake news. Gotcha. Wow. Wait, so, so people who... <laughs> have it but didn't get tested and Don't, lived or people who died well no so that's the thing so so let's let's assume that i'm a carrier right now yeah right and i am not showing Most any likely. symptoms i probably i, I assume i've, I've carried a lot of diseases in the past <laughs> and i've seemed to my immune systems get you rid always of bounce back but my point is is that if i was sick right now and i and i let's say i sneezed and i got i infected you guys yeah. but never once did i come down with any sort of a symptom that indicated to me like i should go to the doctor and get tested so my point is is that i would have it but I didn't ever get tested, so then I am not being counted in the category of people who have it and haven't died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. and there and there be there could be a, a hundred thousand. I mean, again, I'm making up a big number here, but there could be a hundred thousand of those people in California right now, and only six hundred have been tested. Yeah. And the two to four percent would be related to those six hundred who have been tested, but it's much much lower much more, if you yeah. include the hundred thousand people that have been infected and never got, got tested. So, fake mm -hmm. news. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they're that they're saying on CNN. Oh man, yeah, fair and balanced right I'm here, sure, baby. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm with you, Ben, on the. Oh, I hate starting a sentence with that, but like <laughs> with the the whole. It's like we said last week. It's like every you know four or five years they push a, some other disease that's going to end civilization. Yeah, and and I don't want to point the finger or blame somebody if I, you know, should I contract this and something really bad happened mm -hmm. to me? But my mindset really is that I don't take it seriously because it seems like we've heard this story a billion times before. Yeah. Correct. Now it's just, I guess, canceling the NBA season. It's like, even that, like, it's like, well, is this an overreaction or or is this is. appropriate? I think it's an overreaction, but I mean, we're we are in a society right now, like in in the job that I'm in. You know, people used to do it, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago with, you know, much less safe tools, you know, they just had yeah. the know-how to do certain things. And and we are in a culture today where my company specifically says that anybody Walking across a job site, whether or not you are, you know, a you know, part of construction, you can stop work immediately if you think that something's being done unsafe. Yeah. And so, the culture that we're in is that we want people to work safe, we want people to think safe, and and whatever. And so, I think that perpetuates itself in situations like this, where, you know, when think think of it in these terms. Let's say that the NBA doesn't do this, right? What liability do they take on yeah. if they continue the games and then somebody sues the NBA for the fact that now they're infected and they didn't purposely you know, stop the game? So 
Yeah. Are they doing it for safety or are they doing it because they don't want to get sued? And and so I think what ends up happening- it's most likely the second it's one. It's the second one, yeah. right? And so everybody will say, we are doing it for the safety of the public. We're doing yeah. it for the safety of this. And the minute you frame any conversation with that we're doing it for safety, you can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in reality, what they're doing is they're actually covering their own asses from not being sued. Yeah. Hmm. That makes hmm. sense. I was I was kind of surprised to hear Victor's take on that. It sounds like he's a little more panicked about the coronavirus than than anybody. I mean, him being the host of the uh, highly critically acclaimed uh, clouded <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah. and, and the conspiracy theories and stuff. I know when stuff like this happens, it's not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I ask myself, who stands to benefit the most? Yeah, pharmaceuticals, man. It's uh, uh, Costco. And Rob Manfred, really, because nobody's <laughs> talking about him anymore. None right? at all. Yeah, I feel like they're in cahoots with the, oh, the, the Astros are loving company. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All of them suddenly they're not the bad guy. It's coronavirus, and then them, and uh, yeah, I feel like there's some sort of conspiracy we're going to find out yeah. with those guys. So the NBA season gets postponed, or at this point, we don't know if they're going to go ahead and continue it. They're going to put it off until whenever, but. Isn't that like maybe the start of it? I mean, you possibly go into NHL, I know is discussing it, NFL, the draft day is coming up, MLB season, everybody's over at spring training. It yeah. just might trickle down from, you know, one organization to the other. And all of a sudden, what are you going to be doing in the next few months? You're not going to be going to any games. Yeah. Stadiums are going to be empty. Vendors are going to be losing their jobs. People are going to get fired. So, I oh. mean, this, I know you guys are not affected now. But, yeah. you know, as Ben said, until you know somebody, right. one of yeah. us maybe, who so, who gets it. Yeah, so well, the thing- God forbid. Yeah, the, the thing that scares me, right? And and again, I'm not worried if I was to catch it that I wouldn't survive. Um, and, you know, with the statistics being what they are, that young children, either yeah. they don't catch it or they don't die, you know, that that's a good thing. But my concern is, is that I've got two grandparents well into their 90s. Exactly. And yeah. so, you know, I like to try to visit them as often as I can. And, you know, what I, what, I, what I would be fearful of is having a meeting with somebody that comes from one of these infected areas, you know, at work and, you know, shake hands with them or whatever, catch it, not know it, and then go visit. And then all of a sudden they catch it and, you know, bad things happen, right? Yeah. So, you know, in that respect, I don't want to be somebody that transmit, to, transmit it to somebody that, sure. you know, maybe has their immune system that's weakened that wouldn't tolerate it as well as I would. That, to me, is the only main reason why you know i do have fear for it because otherwise i know that i would be just fine and my wife always tells me don't spit up in the air but you know what i'm gonna spit up in the air i'm not worried about it yeah how much uh how much toilet paper and water have you guys stocked up the water thing is stupid by the way because you can drink the water out of yeah tap water Yeah. yeah right so I don't understand that. The toilet paper, it's like, dude, use your hands. Like, again, not- <laughs> We know not, Ben's thoughts on toilet paper. Not a big deal, but- On, on a scale of a six pack of t- one ply to a pallet of Charmin, how scared are you guys of the, we the have, coronavirus? Let's just put it this way. We have got the same amount of toilet paper today that we did a year ago at this time. Okay. Same with our household. Yeah. And and why, why stock up on bottled water and toilet paper? If this was serious, stock up on, you know, canned foods- or anything like that. And even then, like, if you think about, okay, let's say that I'm quarantined in my house. Yeah. With Amazon and with Walmart, you can you can actually order groceries online. <laughs> That's so true. You can put them in a box, tell tell UPS to ship it, and place the box on your front door where you don't have to have any interaction with anybody. What is going the, to get your food. What, I, so what I is the thinking? It. You know what it is? It's, it's again, to, we talked about people voting the other day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
people don't read and people don't consume information. What they do is they hear the scary message that the news gives. And so anytime you hear about something that you can potentially have to be quarantined in your house, you don't think logically. You think, okay, well, what, what, what would I be buying in an emergency situation? Now, toilet paper, again, doesn't make sense to me. But, it doesn't, yeah. You know, you can, you, you can use like, you know, uh, mail, right? <laughs> like any, anything that's paper, right? But whatever, it is what it is. But to me, the people that are overreacting are just people that, that are reactionary, people that yeah. don't think about what they would actually need or what they would do in those situations. You know who's not worried about it? People who drink Fiji water. Because I was at Costco the other day, all the water was gone, yeah. except there was a pallet of Fiji water there. It's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have bought a case. Ah, you know what? I'm real worried about uh, coronavirus, but uh, man, I'm not that worried. <laughs> not willing to spend the money. Not willing to the spend that extra dollar five fifty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, in reality, like what people should do, and we live in Southern California, and most of our listeners are in Southern California, I, and, and I'm going to get on a little bit of a soapbox here, but- the, the, really? Yeah. The, oh, Ben. The real thing that we should be preparing for is the big earthquake. And <laughs> I'm, this is not a joke, Oh, my Jeff. gosh. It's coming, right? It's At some point, it's yeah. going to happen in our lifetime. And the thing is, is that it's going to come and it's not going to give you any warning. And it, you're not going to have the opportunity to go to Costco the day before and stock up on water and toilet paper. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that as, as Southern Californians... Everybody should make a concerted effort to make a list of the foods that they're going to be able to to eat and the water that they're going to have to drink over about a two-week period until FEMA can come out and get our asses out of here. <laughs> and just store those things in your house so that you don't have to go out in situations like this and you have to go out and raid Costco. Like, just be forward-thinking and get those things done now. And wow. so if people were to do that, I don't think that you would have the situation that you've got going on at Costco. Ben, well, that well, is that, sound advice. With that being said, do you have an earthquake prepared? Oh, I do. Kit? I'm, listen, yes, I don't. I'm Ben. I'm, Ben's kind really? of a doomsday prepper. I'm not a doomsday prepper, but ish, kind but, of. That's more, not more true. so than most people. No, what I am is prepared. You're a, There's a difference. Well, okay. Doom, you doomsday, call it prepared. We call it. Listen, a little doomsday nutty. is somebody that's built a cellar <laughs> yeah. that's put steel all around it yeah. for radiation purposes and all that. He grows a beard and lives in a cabin in the woods. No, what what I do. Yeah. What, no, and this is this is the honest to God's truth. Is you can go on, I, I, it's one of the California FEMA sites or whatever it is, um, and they have a list of things that they suggest that you have, and they and they'll tell you. They say you know like the worst case scenario is that you will be stuck at your house for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So you want to get like a five gallon bucket from Home Depot and a bunch of like grocery bags to shit into, right? Because you need to make sure that you're not cross contaminating where you're sleeping with crap. Okay, you know they tell you you want to drink you know, a half a gallon or a gallon of water per person per day. Like, so they list everything, right? Mm -hmm, And I'm a camper, just like Jeff is. So a lot of the stuff that they tell you to have is just camping equipment, which I already have. You already have. So yeah, I've got a little bit of water. We've got some food stowed away and I've got some propane in the worst case scenario I can cook, right? So I'm not a a doomsdayer where I've got a year's worth of food and a a bomb shelter in my house, (laughs) Jeff. But, (laughs) But the point is, is that just it's the responsible thing to do i've got a wife i've got two kids you know i want to make sure that whatever happens that i can get through and so again a lot of this goes to the fact that i'm just not worried about it because i'm prepared and my immune system will beat this shit so let's move on i like that ben (laughs) that is incredibly sound advice from you thank you well done you know what standing ovation ben oh there it is (laughs) i'm proud of you ben you're a good man yeah. and a good dad and a good husband. Thank you. You are going to survive, out-survive us all. Yeah. All right. As you uh, call in sick next week. 
I should. You know what's funny is I talk a lot of shit about this virus, and and Stephanie and I were talking because you know again safety culture at my work. I literally could call in tomorrow and just say, you know, <clears throat> I've got a tickle in my throat. They oh, would they the would first thing, oh, yeah. they would tell me to stay home for fourteen days, right? Yeah. And I'm like. I'd get more work done, right? I'd get to hang out with the family. So I, I've considered it, but I'm like, you know, like the, what do you call it? The responsible side of me won't allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, shit, I'm sure that somebody would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, at my wife's work, they're telling them, you know what? Take home the laptops. Work at home if you have to. Mm-hmm. Honey, oh, hey, don't go to work amazing. tomorrow. Just bring home the laptop. Yeah. yeah. It's easy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Every day is like coronavirus yeah. day to Darren. <laughs> He's drinking Coronas. <laughs> that's right. I don't interact with many people at work. So. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, Coachella. They yeah, they closed it. Po- postponed. Yeah. Yeah, that also that- To uh, October, which I feel like is a good good time to do it. It's yeah. like Halloween and uh, Coachella. I feel like that could only produce good- yeah. <laughs> They couldn't do it in good the summer. Memes. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, that they, music festival in uh, Texas, that South by Southwest oh, okay. or something that was, was canceled. Yeah. I heard canceled. E3 that's going to be taking place in, what, three months or so is uh, also canceled. So, mm. yeah, all these major events. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. All yeah. right. But you know what? We're not canceled. We're still still here strong. Well, at there was there was one last thing, the advice that Darren gave. Do not look at your 401k or make any rash oh. decisions in the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, in the last few weeks, the stock market has taken a dive. We're talking about, I think it's been down like 5,000 points Oof. in the matter of the last nine to 10 days. And before coming into the show tonight, I checked the futures for tomorrow's opening. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to jump down for another 1,000 points or so. Really? After... after 1500 point loss today. So, honestly, guys, if you're in new 401k, you have stocks, avoid hey, looking at them. Buy, it'll buy, come buy. Back. I'm telling you, buy. buy just buy wait, a little, wait another thousand points. And yeah, then you buy. might want to wait after tomorrow then. No, you know what? Here's the thing. And, and what is it called? Cost dollar averaging? Yeah. You never want to put a big dollar amount in on the same day because you can actually buy the day before the market crashes 50%, right? Mm-hmm. So, what they tell you when you, when you invest is that you're going to want to, you know, Try to do smaller amounts more often, and that over time it's going to average to be better. Like you oh, won't make, okay. you, you okay. won't necessarily make as much money, but you also won't lose as much money. Okay. So if you're going to invest ten thousand dollars, you know it's better to invest you know a thousand dollars ten separate times throughout the year than it is to do ten thousand dollars in one day. Huh. So what I will be doing over the next couple of months is just small little small. 200 here, <laughs> yeah. 500 here as they come in. And I'm just going to continue to flood the market. And eventually that's going to come back. Yeah. And, and I'll be It'll come I'll back be eventually. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally. not too worried about that. All right. Keep us posted, Beso. And you're, and you watch them like every day, don't you? I, I watch the, I watch the stock market on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. And I used to dabble in it. I don't dabble in it as often nowadays. Um, and honestly, for the last few weeks, I, I told myself, don't look at the stock market. Uh, my neighbor's in the same boat. He's always dabbling in the stock market. He is selling by the second. And unfortunately, I said, you know what? Just don't look at it. Yeah. You're an idiot if you do. And you got to be patient. It'll come back. Yeah. That's something I would, I've always loved or, or wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. But I think I would go crazy. Yeah. I would, you would. watch it. Because you're a gambler. All the t- yeah. Because I'm a gambler. And it's gambling. Yeah. It's, it, it is and it isn't. It, it is if you do high, tr- like high frequency, high frequency trades. Yeah. But if, if you buy and hold, it, then it's not. Because over time, sure, the sure. market will always go up. And if as long as you're making close to what like the S&P is making, you know, mm. you're going to do as the economy goes. And so yeah. long term, that's good. But you're definitely not going to make the returns 
that you would if you were making those high frequency trades, which I see you as a high frequency trader like you do with fantasy oh, football man. and yeah. it being a disaster. All, all the time. You'll all be the trading time. by the minute. Yeah, that's true. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, let me know when it drops and you think it's hit rock bottom. And we'll uh, do. Maybe I'll dabble a little in there. Yeah. <laughs> do, the, do the Ben method and drop a little bit here and there. All right. All right. Let's move on. That was uh, 24 minutes on Ooh. the uh, coronavirus. That's plenty of that. Let's talk about the other uh, national emergency going on right now, and that is the new Rams logo. What? Holy crap, this thing is bad. With that. I mean, it is next level bad. Who? Besa. Who said yes to that? Um, if you haven't seen it, just look it up real quick while you're listening, and you'll know how bad it is that we're yeah. talking about. Anybody in the Rams marketing department, branding department, whoever said yes to that should automatically be fired. Yeah. It is I'm, not I'm pretty. not for people losing jobs, but people should lose jobs. Yeah, it, it is not pretty. And, and for those who are not aware of it, um, over the weekend, a leaked logo was uh, put out there, and I believe it was usually on, uh, originally found on Reddit, made its way over to Twitter, and it resembles a arc of a lightning bolt, it looks like the Chargers. which yep. it looks exactly like the Chargers uh, lightning bolts with the words LA in the middle. Now, this logo was printed on a hat, and they say that hat is coming from the NFL draft days, and if you look at the all the new era draft day hats, they have this neon color on it. Mm. And Everybody thought, you know what, maybe this hat was photoshopped. But there's a side view of the hat where it says, time to shine. And that is an actual trademark by the Rams. So it is, this is probably a Rams Day draft cap that was put out there. And uh, I'm like 99.9% of those people out there that hate oh, this yeah. logo. Yeah, yeah. yet, yet, yet. Every one of you stupid Rams fans. Wait, wait, wait. Stupid. Yes. Are going to go out and buy something that's I'm not. got a shirt. I will not. No. I James Whitlock will, will buy not. another cooler. <laughs> like, you know hey, what? He's not a Rams fan. No, he's you guys, a clown, fan, you guys clown on it now, but I'm telling you that within the year, you guys will all own something that has that logo on it. I, I will take that bet. You want to put money yeah. on it? No, because I, you there's. Have, because I, then you I won't, won't do anyway. it just to spite okay, me. We'll do a gentleman's bet with no money involved. I guarantee you, I, I will intentionally. Never buy anything Rams with that logo on it because it is an abomination. Yeah, and just because it looks so much like it could be a Chargers logo is one reason that I would not buy it. And I know the Rams at this point are, are kind of married to the Chargers. We have the new stadium coming up with which we're both going to share. But if you look around the Coliseum nowadays, what is everybody wearing? Throwback jerseys. Yeah. You look at my throwback jersey that I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the original colors back when they were from L.A., mm -hmm. and there's something on this throwback jersey that you normally would see on other jerseys, a logo. Yeah. There's not one on here. There's one in the St. Louis colors when they wore it over there. Mm -hmm. I don't think, however, with all that being said, I don't think the Rams are this stupid. COO Kevin Demoff, he's been trolling the fans now for the last two weeks. He's been changing his t Twitter profile changing his logo uh, to various iterations of, of fan-generated logos. He went to oh, a okay. fans event where he's wearing a hat with red on it and blue on it that doesn't resemble any other Rams colors. Huh. 
And a probably of, all of those better than the one that they settled on. Yeah, yeah. You guys will get used to it. So no, we, no. We had the same conversation when the Clippers rebranded, and we looked at their LAC, and all of us were like, "That's stupid. It's boxy. It's ugly." And you know what? Yeah, but you don't even a, think about you're it. You're not a Clippers fan. <laughs> I'm not. I, no, and I'll give you an example: the '90s era Angels logo. Actually, was no, you know what terrible. a better example is? <laughs> the '90s Camaro. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it was just the worst one. It was made. the worst. Yeah. Uh, and the and that that Angels logo with the wings. Yes. Th- no Angel fan liked that, but mm. that logo made more sense than this logo because at least you got that. Okay, they're they're pandering to kids with that logo. Yes, yes. This this logo, who are they pandering to? Charger fans? They don't want to get uh, the Twitter mob mad at them. They they don't want to be well, controversial. Well, they failed at that. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. If you're bland and boring, you'll never get slammed. It, I feel you will like get made we're fun in a of, day, but you won't be slammed. I, buzz. I disagree. I, I think this is a... I don't think this was intentional on their part. I think you want to put out a good logo, or at least yeah. a decent logo. Yeah. This is like comically bad. It is comically bad. And at this point, we really don't know if it's their primary logo. And I honestly think this is a secondary logo for the Rams. Mm. I think this is a draft okay. day logo. And I, I I looked at some of the other new era hats that are coming out during draft day. And there's about three or four different teams that are utilizing different logos that kind of mimic what they would normally wear uh, okay. on game day. So this, so this could possibly be just just for draft you know draft day. day. Maybe throw it out there again. They're smart. They are making this hype over at uh, at the Rams organization. We're talking about it right now. They've been talking about it since Sunday. They're going to tease it, and and again, this might be just. You know, let's let's leak this. Is this yeah. the guy's version of like red carpet talking about ladies wearing dresses at the Emmys? <laughs> oh, Ben's getting angry. Literally, Ben hates I, uniform talk. I do. I don't like it. And uh, and like you guys are chicks. Like I watch The Bachelor, but you're more chick than I am. That is absolutely ben, not true. And and by the way, it's 2020, and so being a chick is not an insult. So uh, if the Raiders me too. got <laughs> hashtag me too. If the Raiders got away with their silver and black, yeah, wouldn't you be a little? Upset? I wouldn't talk about it, but yeah, I'd be upset. Oh, you would. I wouldn't. You would so talk about it. Well, he if couldn't you talk it up, about it now. If you brought it up, I, I if you said, "Hey, what do you think of the colors or whatever?" I would have an opinion, but I wouldn't lead behind coronavirus as a story that I want to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ben, you saw the logo. It's bad, right? It's not good. Yeah. Okay. Enough said. I'm gonna get you that logo then with the shirt off. Shirt. You should. <laughs> And a case of Corona. <laughs> oh, I do wear man. my Zlatan shirt that was given to me for free, so I'm sure if you gave it to me, I'd wear it. <laughs> Gentlemen, that's all we got, right? Yeah, I think so. Are we calling it an early one? Oh, no. We need to talk Lakers. Oh, and, yes. And you want to talk Lakers. And the end of the NBA season. Did anybody watch the Lakers, Bucks, and Lakers Clippers this weekend? I missed it. Nope. Okay, so I guess I'll be the only one talking on it. I know they both, <laughs> I know, I know they both you, won. You yeah. would be anyway. Well, so the Lakers going in, and so the, the conversation to this point, the narrative in this in the season has been, and and I also have been buying in on this narrative is that the Lakers are a good regular season team, but they're not built to win in the playoffs, and they probably won't be able to beat the best teams in the league. And I've I've made the argument that LeBron, uh, you know, generally will shine against teams that don't have you know uh, that have inferior talent, mm-hmm. but that when he goes up against you know teams like Boston and, and teams like Milwaukee, teams like the Clippers that he tends to, to look old. 
And so uh, going up into this weekend, the Lakers were 0-2 against uh, the Clippers, and they got their asses handed to them when they played against Milwaukee. Okay. And so they really wanted to turn what they would call their season around. You know, Even though they've got the second best record in the league, they haven't proven to the big teams that they can win. And so they, they took it upon themselves in back-to-back games to play both Milwaukee and the Clippers. Clippers, yeah. And LeBron and, and AD were as advertised. They, they came out. Really? Yeah. They, they, I, I don't remember the statistics in, in either game, but uh, I believe in the first game, both of them were over 30. Uh, they played some big minutes. They played big, uh, uh, you know, big down the stretch. Um, and defensively, the team's coming together. And, and I think that they've got enough offense with those two guys, and, and they had uh, Avery Bradley really step up in the Clippers game, uh, dropping 24 points and, and providing that third score option that they needed. Uh, but but what they were able to do with the Clippers, who are a high-scoring team and had both of their stars in the game with Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard, that defensively they were able to take the ball out of out of their hands in some situations. Okay. Uh, I think that they were to they were able to direct what they wanted that game to look like, uh, and it it was it was good. And and I think my favorite the culmination of the two games at the end of the Clipper game once the Lakers had sealed it, LeBron goes and and he makes a bucket, gets fouled. And then he flexes, looking, and, and it was oh. so so much, I see Kobe in it, right? Because oh, you know yeah. when Kobe gets locked in, yes. those eyes, just the intensity. The, that teeth, he's grinning at. Like, as he's, as he's flexing, you can just see his muscles sticking out, and he's, his eyes were just super laser-focused, and he's yelling at the crowd, and Davis is coming over, pounding him. And so it, it was great because, you know, it's that type of emotion from your leader. When when you see a 35-year-old man diving on the floor to get a loose ball in the fourth quarter, playing 35 minutes, leading your team to victory, that's what inspires the the rest of that team. And, you know, Kyle Kuzma, my, my brother was bagging on Kyle Kuzma during the game. He's like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm giving up on Kuz. We need to get rid of him. And and there was times in that fourth quarter where Kuz was was playing good ball. He, you know, he had a defensive stop, made a couple of big shots. You know, picked up some loose balls. And it isn't about what you're what you're doing in in, in the stats column. It's it's how are you contributing to the game? And mm-hmm. and and what I saw with Kuzma was that he's now starting to do the little things, and it's those things that make you win the games. So you're starting to see that Avery Badley starting starting to to shoot those threes. You're starting to see everybody is now trying to figure out like what their role is in this. And so to get these two big wins consecutively, and then I'm not going to mention that they lost the next game, but when when that type of thing happens going into the playoffs, like that's what's going to prepare you. And now you know that you can do it mentally. And and I do think that the Lakers are going to be much more difficult to beat than I thought in the playoffs, assuming oh, we have a playoffs at this yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. Who knows if yeah. we're going to have one. I like it. So So let's talk about that. Yeah, so, what's going to happen? So I, uh, What are your sources telling you? Well, it happened today. I ain't got no sources. But the, the way I see it is there's a few things, there's a few ways that this can play out. And and the first, I think, is probably the, the least likely to happen. And that is that they'll suspend games for roughly two weeks until all players test negative. Okay. Um, if they do that and they can prove that all players test negative, uh, they may continue to play games without fans in the stadium, right? Fanless yeah. game, yeah. So, so that is a potential that can happen. Uh, but here's here's the downside to that, right, is that you're not quarantining these players while they're not playing. Mm-hmm. So they're still going to go out to dinner. They're still going to potentially get infected. So, so I think that what's going to probably end up happening is what's more likely is that this season is over. 
So this is now middle of March. You got We're two thirds away from well. Uh, so yeah. So the season ends April fifteenth, and okay. so here we are. It's about five, but uh, actually four weeks away because yeah. we're, we're mid March right now. So I don't think we're going to have any games for the next four weeks. I think they're going to do standings or uh, the top eight teams in both conferences based on today's record. And assuming that this virus sort of goes away over the next month, you may or may not see the playoffs. Now, are there any teams in the hunt that'll be screwed by that? It, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. At this no point, you got to figure that. There's that's, no that's way it. they do yeah, that. Yeah. So, so what you what you might 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 see is if there's a game or two to make records equal. Because right now, one team may have played 52 games, another may have played 49. You might see a few, like, they'll, they'll pick a few games, like, okay, we need you guys to play so we get the same numbers or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but what will probably end up happening is they're just going to suspend the playoffs until after this is done. And if that means that they play in July during the middle of baseball season, they'll probably just end up doing that. I don't think you're going to go the season without an NBA champion, but I think the regular season is over, and they're going to wait until this is played out before you start seeing playoff games. How awful is that? Is we finally get a, a Lakers winning <laughs> a good season. season by the Lakers? <laughs> oh, life isn't fair. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> well, so I think it actually will benefit the Lakers because I mean they've they've got uh, uh, Danny Green who's already thirty one. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron who's thirty five. You got a couple of your key guys that are a little older, you know, and they're not the type of players that uh, need a regular season to prepare for the playoffs, right? They just need to be healthy. Yeah. And so generally your younger teams will be the ones that will suffer the most. Uh, teams like the Clippers, teams like the Lakers, uh, I, I don't think this is going to really uh, hurt them that much. Uh, I think, it's, and I'll, I'll talk mostly Lakers, but like with the guys like LeBron and Anthony Davis who've got something to prove, I think that they're in-game or just practices where they're playing against each other they're going to be ruthless, yeah. Because yeah. I think that they're going to they they want to stay in shape. They want to they want to keep that edge. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know that you're going to get that camaraderie, that team together. They're going to be healthy. They're going to be fresh. I think if and when the playoffs started without another regular season game, I think that the Lakers would come out focused and ready to play. The Lakers are going to get a championship. Do uh, does the uh, NHL follow suit? I think? I think I think once once you have a big dog like the NBA yeah. do it, I think it's a lot easier. It's always the first one. Yeah. You know, that's the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like when you think of a group of friends, right? Everyone's like bachelor for life, bachelor for life. And then you get that first guy that's like, no, nah, man, I met my match. And then everyone else kind of goes, all right, well you did it. You know, like it's, and it, it couldn't be that bad. You just need that one person or that one league or that one team to do it. And so, you know, I always felt like the NHL though, kind of has that, like, um, that it's pride not- in the fact that like their players will play right. well injured beyond what any other teams <laughs> right. or other sports players will play again but yeah. they're going to get some girl to sure sh- uh, not right to say girl they're going to get some oh. person <laughs> to show up to a game get ben infected sexes. and sue the H- nhl and that yeah. dude, that's all it takes so again to save their ass and to not get sued i think they'll follow suit i think it has nothing to do with the strong people of the game i mean it's a good opportunity for them Watch the NFL draft is is all like you know online you know <laughs> oh yeah you know yeah yeah who knows what's going to happen yeah I, I'm sure it's not the end of of yeah. uh, events being canceled or I read an article or whatever when this first started in Wuhan China there was a there was an article that came out on Yahoo that said that young kids were actually clubbing online so what they, oh wait, yes what? so so what they were doing was they they have I think a DJ you sent that yeah. I did so they have a DJ. 
that you know like well-known DJs that would spin their records yeah. online and then others they would get up to like 50,000 views all at the same time and people commenting and whatever and you know like literally standing in their room dancing listening to this music and then typing like yeah this is the bomb or whatever in chinese <laughs> And it gave them the feeling that they were partying with 50,000 other yeah. people listening to the same person. Ben. But everyone's standing alone in their room. Yeah. I feel like this is your dream come true. Why because what do you hate more than anything? Traffic. Crowds. Leaving your couch. That's not true. the safety of that's your not, own home, that's right? Not, you, look, if you could club at home- I'm not like, interested. That- that's, but but where does it stop? Like that's that's where it started. But what else do we got that you can do at home? Ben, I'm interested. I mean, I mean I'm gonna go out and buy some glow sticks and start <laughs> yeah, cutting at home. <laughs> Count me out for it's next week. It's a safe environment. You can. Yeah, yeah. that's that's great. Oh, this I, is, I, I this like, is your dream. No, I like being at home. I, I you know I think twice about going to large crowds. Uh, so I'm not one that goes anyway, but. You know, I'm not a hermit. I like to go outside. I go to the park. I go play with my girls. I do all that stuff. None, none of that's going to change. Yeah. Um, Walk down to the bomb shelter. And yeah. Make sure the <laughs> yeah. canned food is stocked. That my yeah. 150,000 gallons of water in that yeah. shelter is, you know, and safe it's, and it's got chlorine in it so that it stays any, bacteria free. Anything happens, going straight yeah. to Ben's. I'm so glad I know where you live now. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anything else to panic about? Nothing. Nothing? That's no. it? No, Good? that's it. Oh, well, we should we should we'll call be this fine. so we can. You yeah, guys will be fine. Get out of here. Forty minutes, just over forty. This minutes. This is what happens when Eric isn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that it's him. Or or when there's not much going on except a uh, uh, downer coronavirus yeah. and yeah, can only do Pitiful so much. logos. Can only do so many so many minutes on that. Uh, hey, you know what? The King's Realm. You got to listen to those guys. Even if the NHL season ends, I'm sure they'll probably keep going because they don't need hockey to keep potting. Those guys are great, and uh, they'll talk about anything. So check out the King's Realm. They drink so much alcohol guys, that it just kills everything. Yeah, no, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Coronavirus can't stand over at the King's Realm. There's no way. Could you imagine if you were a college student for spring break and, like, you know, airlines are like this and, like, you, you can't go on spring break? Like, one of the reasons why you go to college is to spring is break. Spring break. Is, is yeah. spring break still a thing? Oh, it is. Really? Yeah. Don't you hear about people dying every year? They always do like, no, a, I like a Dateline episode every April, and it's like, this is how many people died in Florida this year. I feel like when when I was a kid or something, like spring break was a massive event. Yeah. Yeah. Like Daytona Beach, and, yeah. Yeah. and they would talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Havasu. Rosarito. Yeah. So does that all still go on? Absolutely. And I just... Um, completely out of the loop yeah (laughs) there's a there's a netflix show is it as big as ever though i think it's worse i I think wow so what and if you think about like every generation like when we were growing up all we heard about was woodstock Mm -hmm. and so our generation wanted to have our own woodstock and so we ended up trying to duplicate it and then it was like corporatized remember and Mm -hmm. And then, you know, people were gouging for water and and then there was this big riot it didn't even like end remember that whole that whole fiasco and so I think that as generations go on, they try to replicate what happened the generation before, but they try to go just a little bit further. Sure. And so I think that what we experienced as Spring Wake is more tame than what you're seeing nowadays, but it's still as big of a thing hmm. based on just news reports and, and that Netflix special that I watched like a year ago. <laughs> well, there you go. You guys like heist movies? I do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I do. This week on the Definitive Five, we do the top five heist movies. Oh, and there's some good ones. Can you uh, you want to tease one of them? Um, Give us number five. 
But maybe uh, one that's in contention. I mean, I'll give I'll give an obvious one. And I, how about this? I'll give an obvious one, and I won't tell you where it is. You'll you'll have to okay. tune in to find out. Okay. Actually, I'll give you a few of them, and then you got to tune in to find out. Fair enough. But the one that if there was a textbook written for heist movies, it's that one with the Mini Coopers. No, that's mentioned, oh. but doesn't make top five. Okay. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Is like okay. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. And uh, also on the list. Uh, I'm going to mention Heat. Okay, is on the that list. That is a good. That is yeah, a, that's a great that's one. A good one. Yeah, and I'll I'll pose this question to you. Think of think of those heist movies and and any others you can think of. Dan asks the question: If you could be a part of any of those heists, which one would you choose? The one with the hottest chick. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good answer. Yeah, I went with Ocean's Eleven because yeah. I feel like you're hanging out in Vegas. You wouldn't like I would that need, one. I would you need to evaluate to Vegas, the but talent, and then I would figure out if Brad Pitt's in the movie. I wouldn't do it because he'd get the girl. But I think otherwise. <laughs> that's a good good point. But good I do. Point. But I think that otherwise, going against other leading men, I have more personality. Well, you got to also think of the monetary return. Like, what are what are we heisting? Trust me. When well, I in that you, that's case, not my number one thing. That's definitely that, not your number one thing. That but. is the number one thing. How much money are you going to get out of this? You're putting your life on the line. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you this. If you were a Hollywood star, would you rather make more money? Okay. Or would you rather be known as working in the greatest movie ever made and make much less money? I'd, I'd want to be the greatest movie ever made. Right. And what would happen if that were to occur was that you would get more opportunities in other movies and you'd make your money elsewhere. Well, it's always now, better to well, pick the you're better having project your than cake to make and money. eating your tea. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Too, yeah. You guys no, uh, are also yeah. one-dimensional. You guys need to think. <laughs> I, I answered your question right. Darren didn't. <laughs> I I did forget <laughs> about the uh, the chick part. I'll take a Can I tell you? I, I got to This this gives away some of the one of my favorite parts of the episode, but we didn't elaborate on it too much in the shows. But actually, we did, and, and it's worth tuning in. But we asked that question, right? Yeah. And there's some great heists. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heat, if you don't know it, um, spoiler alert, um, pretty much everyone dies. Mm -hmm. It goes completely wrong. And uh, the only survivor is like mortally wounded uh, Val Kilmer, right? Val, but yeah. uh, <laughs> Jason answers Heat. I'd want to be in the Heat. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jason, what are, what are you thinking? He didn't watch the movie. <laughs> Oh, he he saw it. He still answered that, and we told him that. He He's, just knows Bobby D is in it. He's like, uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh man, he still defends it to this day. Well, oh, that's it's so great. And you know what? Props to for first. Yeah, he stands strong and standing strong. Yes, exactly. sticking to his guns. Yeah, exactly. Ah, love it. All right, so check. Whoa, got the hiccups there. Check out Definitive Five. Uh, again, um, top five movies of uh, different genres. And uh, yeah, this week's heist movies. It's a good one. All right, we're out of here. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Guys in Shorts Pod. Leave a voicemail for us, just like Victor Costello, 562 450 3356. Oh, man, these hiccups are not good. Is that a sign of coronavirus? Yeah. It's the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to get just out of here. Just don't sneeze. Review us. Oh, man. <laughs> Review us wherever you want to give me the script so I can read it. Yeah, subscribe. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Subscribe and uh, share the show with all your friends. Uh, that guys in shorts. We're uh, we're not just a sports and entertain. Oh man, <laughs> a pop culture podcast. We just also are preparing you for uh, coronavirus and and earthquakes too. Apparently. Wash your wash your hands, wash your ass, and make yeah. sure you get good night sleeps. That, wash that, your ass. That's 
that's your Bob Barker sign off from yeah. now on. Yeah. He does the uh, <laughs> spade, spade neutered, neutered, neutered Yeah. <laughs> Ben's got the, uh, yeah. Good advice. Yeah. All right. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that's Ben Garcia and Darren Besa. And we'll see you next week, hopefully. Hopefully. Don't get the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> oh, these hiccups.